Today is St. James Day. Happy St. James Day, everyone. We're wearing red in celebration of St. James. And this is St. James in the City Episcopal Church. This is our big day of the year, the weekend that we celebrate our patron saint. And this morning we do so with baptisms and a big picnic immediately following this service just a few steps down St. Andrews on the St. James School field, and we hope everyone here can join us. There'll be canopies to uh, protect you from the heat, and there'll be no hot grill that anyone has to labor over because the habit truck is gonna pull up with burgers, and there'll be water balloons for the children. So this is not to be missed. Why does today matter to us so much? Why are we so blessed? to have James, James the Greater, to be exact, as our very own saint. Well, first of all, aren't we glad that we have James the Greater instead of the other disciple named James, James the Lesser, as our saint? <laughs> Poor James the Lesser. Who would want to go around with a moniker like that? And as I understand it, though, Lesser does not refer to his worth as a human being or his physical stature. It simply means he was younger. So that means that our James the Greater was actually just greater in age. Still, I like to think that ours is greater all around. But that's just the kind of thinking that we hear this morning on the part of James and John's mother in the Gospel of Matthew, she comes to see Jesus, and she wants her sons, James, the greater, and John, to get promotions when they go to heaven. She wants them both to be considered greater. You remember James and his brother John, sons of Zebedee, Zebedee fishermen, they leave their father on the fishing boat in order to follow Jesus. And coming up to Jesus, their mother seeks that favor that she, she wants this promotion. <laughs> Jesus sees her coming, and I almost imagine the tone in his voice because he says, what do you want? <laughs> and she says, to declare that these two sons of mine will sit one at your right hand, the other at your left in your kingdom. She wants her sons to be Jesus's lieutenants in heaven. And understandably, the other disciples hearing this are enraged until Jesus reassures them. Whoever, he says, wishes to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. He means we are not called to position or prestige, but service. So after James and John's mother requests their heavenly promotion, Jesus asks those two brothers, those sons of thunder they're called, are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? Stoutly they answer, we are able. <laughs> and in James' case, it's true. Soon, Jesus is crucified for teaching the way, and after some time, James, too, is executed, tortured, then beheaded by Herod. 
the first of the disciples to drink the cup, to die following Jesus's way. The first martyr. But before his untimely martyr's death, holy tradition tells us James had quite a life. He and his own small band of disciples after Jesus's death are said to have traveled to Hispania, Spain, and into a region called Galicia to try to convert people there to Christianity. And during his time there, he grew frustrated because he didn't feel like he was getting the following that he hoped to get. And eventually he returned to Jerusalem where he was executed. So you would think that that would be the end of the story, and yet this is far from the end of the story because this is where the legends about James really get going. To this day, the people of Spain are bursting with pride to claim him as their national saint, and they tell so many stories about miracles that they believe he worked after his death, appearances in Spain after his death. And this coming Tuesday, the 25th, is actually St. James Day, and there have been weeks of fireworks and celebrations and festivals all over Spain to celebrate James. One of my favorite legends says that after Herod ordered James beheaded, James's disciples, eager to return his body to his beloved Spain for burial, gathered up his body and his head and loaded them onto a boat that mysteriously lacked oars or a rudder. And it was caught in a storm and the body washed overboard and disappeared. Eventually though, James's body washed up on the shores of Spain, they say, covered in shells. And this is the reason that the symbol of St. James is the shell. Here's, you'll see this motif all over our church, this beautiful shell design. This is a verge that our verger uses to herd us around here at St. James, and it's a beautiful depiction of the shell. And so if you want, you can keep your eyes open and even count the number of shells that appear all over the place here. And something else beautiful about this shell is all of the lines, it's striated with lines, and some say that the lines represent the many paths leading to God. And, and this reminds us of all the pilgrims who follow various paths across Spain and across Europe to reach the city where they say James's bones lie, the city called Santiago de Compostela. And these pilgrims are collectively walking on something called the Camino. And the word Camino means a path, a trail, a way. <laughs> And some of you have walked the Camino. Last summer, my sister and I walked an easy version of the Camino. There's very hard versions to walk as well. A path, a trail, a way, a way to follow, to see James's bones, sure, but even more a way to move toward God. And this idea is a perfect one to think about today because we're celebrating six baptisms. So, a baptism, whether you're a baby, and we've got some babies this morning, or an adult, or anywhere in between, is a beginning. It's a start of your way, your way 
to Christ your way, with Christ your way of Christ. So what I want to tell you about baptism right now draws heavily from a book about baptism that was written by our own Bishop Frank Brookhart, a parishioner here. And the book is called Washed and Well-Fed, and he dedicated this book about baptism and the Eucharist to the people of St. James Church, our church. And one of the things he says about baptism is that Jesus in baptism opens the door to the household of God and says, please come in. That's what baptism is. And once inside, our way is launched. We are launched on the way. No matter what path we find ourselves taking, baptism is the launch of our journey, our pilgrimage, a first step in a new life, a new world God is working to establish in us and through us. God is laying out a path for us, and all along the path, God will be blessing us and seeking deeper connection with us. And on this path, we taste heaven. Baptism itself is mystical, it's mysterious. In baptism, we become part of the body of Christ. It's as if we become Christ's hands and feet and eyes and ears in the world. We are able to move for him. We carry on his work. We carry on the way he's in us and we are in him and he guides us how to live lives full of meaning. And Bishop Frank also reminds us that, that three things happen to us when we are baptized. Three changes in us happen. And one of them is, first of all, we just feel overcome with gratitude. We're grateful for all of the acceptance and belonging and forgiveness and love that comes to us in baptism. And second, we feel eager to grow closer and closer to God through baptism. And finally, we cannot wait to serve God and all of God's people, our neighbors. And that's something else that happens to us in baptism. And that's the way that our own St. James lived. He followed the way of Jesus and see what happened. He ultimately inspired an entire nation, Spain, by his own passionate purpose, his path that he followed. Millions of people down through the ages have walked hundreds of miles in Spain across Europe to draw closer to James and his own journey. And when we are baptized, we, or our families if we're babies, are saying, count me in too. I want to go on this journey also. I want to live a life with Christ in me, guiding me. In my life, I want to walk God's path, not my own. Today, we have such a blessing because each of our friends being baptized, Anis, Aliyah, Emre, Michael, and Carter, is beginning 
a beautiful journey. It's beginning today, and that is cause for celebration. Amen.